1985, if you wanted anything cuddly, caring, and corporate, there was only one way to go. We are the Deep Geeks, and this episode, we give a cartoon a long, long Care Bear stare. We are the Deep Geeks, and uh, I'm Mark, this is Avery, and today we are talking about the 1985 Deke Entertainment Care Bears series. Of course they're going to be Deke Entertainment, I fucking can't show up and go, we're doing Arthur today. Hey, okay, that's not good. Could have been Deke Audiovisuel. Oh yeah, wonderful you mean the world company, of Deke. The, the company that did five series. Hey, <laughs> visual. Deke went by a lot of names over the years. Well, yes, but I mean, at the same time, they're all still Deke, so it doesn't matter. Fine, okay. So we're doing a Deke <laughs> Care Bears show. No, really, it's by Deke on a show called Deke. Now we're doing Moan of the Vampire next week. <laughs> show us your fangs. Yay, man! Oh, God, my fucking childhood was so shit. But, uh, going right back to other aspects of childhood, Avery, what do you remember? No. You don't remember anything about Care Bears? They weren't around when I was young. They were. No well, one they just. Were. No one cared about no them. No one cared about them. Including my older sister, apparently, because I don't recall her even having any. I think my sister may have. Ha- I think I may have had a Care Bear. Yeah. The problem is, this is the kind of thing I would only have been aware of before the age of four. Mm. So, that's the point at which all my memory just blanks out. Right. I remember very brightly coloured cartoons Mm. where not much happened. Mm. I remember one of them being really dark, which I assume to be the second Care Bears movie, possibly. I haven't actually bothered to look up the uh, plot synopses. Right. Um, But for the most part, I remember them just being these weird toys that you used to find at car boot sales because it was slightly after the point at which they yeah. were... Uh... Yeah, I, I do... Now that I think about it, I do recall like the old 90s logo for it. Might have seen that dotted about in like charity shops and stuff like that. Yeah. But I never had any first-hand kind of experience with the franchise, personally. They were a big thing, but they are big things that both of us were too young to see as they're, as they're um, the big... Pop culture phenomenon, 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 fan, fa, fa. That they were, yeah. Phenomenon. Phenomenon, do, yeah. Do, uh, no! no. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not like with uh, Pokemon, where we were both alive to see the utter chaos. I wasn't. Really? <laughs> no. A little too young? Yeah. Okay. My first experience with Pokemon was probably when I was about five or six. Um, and when I... were you born? <laughs> yeah, that's when Pokemon... The actual craze was when I was zero years old. Yeah. No, as in two thousand. 
2001. Pokemon's it didn't, new. It didn't really... Yeah, but it didn't really catch on at all where I was. It, it never... It never... I was... For me, like... In terms of the popular video game stuff, etc. Like, I never had that. My first console that I had would have been a chipped PS1. Right. That a friend of mine was very reluctant to give to me. But his mom persuaded me to give it to me because earlier in the day he said he would give it to me. Um, and then also a cheapo GBA that I found on a car boot for like three quid as well. Well, I was um, thinking less the uh, the video I mean, like, game aspect, more the cultural phenomenon. The the never happened. It was I, I, dude, I've enough. lived in Leek all my whole time. It's a fucking quiet ass market town. We don't have big stores and that kind of thing. Uh, that's true. There's not really any kind of big craze things in small rural market towns. We just um, anything that like that that happens, we just kind of go up to the person and go, "You're not from around here, are you? We don't like your types here." That's. <laughs> pretty close to reality um what then can i think of that would be a comparable um cultural phenomenon phenomenon for the maybe digimon thing <laughs> digimon perhaps digimon got pretty popular when i was young that was like two years after pokemon <laughs> it was also superior to pokemon in every other way but i mean you know and it was the second wave of tamagotchi Tamagotchi was never good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they were these... I would say Digimon's a good one because that was the toy. Uh, whereas Pokemon, there was it stemmed from a game first. Well, no, because Digimon were never really toy things. They were... It was largely just anime. No, no, no. Digimon were a toy. Digimon were a toy line. They were Tamagotchi. They were fighting Tamagotchis. Not initially, I don't think. Yeah, were the they? very first thing Digimons were were a fighting Tamagotchi. Oh, wow. They had two little contact points that you'd clip together, right. and the two could fight. Right. Okay. So that's again. They were before bandits. when they, I even found out about Digimon. They were banned at school. Good job. Because I punched a kid after I lost one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Good on you. <laughs> now the only kind of. Um, Shitty fighting electronic type deal I remember having was um, this very bizarrely shaped little LCD toy that was around for a year and then it dropped off the face of the earth. It was a little thing called Pox. Weird. Yeah. It was... I don't know how to describe it, but it it was interesting in that it um, kind of let you roam around this kind of dungeon floor I guess and you could pick out different parts there's like a head a body and a tail and that decided what kind of attacks you had and stuff like that that's cool yeah it was a neat little thing but it never caught on so um, it just dropped off the face of the earth but regardless let's stop trying to think up of an analogy well, for the craze of uh, Care Bears starting okay. fucking off so the 1980s equivalent of fidget spinners sure <laughs> except uh, not really because no. Fidget Spinners' crazy tale was just neurotypical stealing it from autistic people. Also, there's no specific owner of Fidget Spinners. That's true. Uh, whereas this is the most corporate bullshit known to man. Yeah. Um, well, one of the many corporate bullshits known to man. <laughs> well, yes. It's one of the most cynical corporate bullshits. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are basically a toy line created purely for... Uh, 
Well, no, they were a greeting card line. Okay, they were a greeting card slash... In fact, in fact, in fact, how about we stop trying to explain it here and we'll go and explain it in the history. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Okay, I do have it written down here. Let's do that. Let's take a look at this. The Care Bears were created in 1981 by those characters from Cleveland, the licensing division of American Greetings. Designed by a team of concept artists, including Muriel Farian and her toy designing sister Susan Trentnell, who together have been partially responsible for the design of Strawberry Shortcake, the Care Bears were a group of ten themed bears suitable for greetings cards and plushies. The line was announced to retailers in New York City in 1982 in front of members of the area's Society of Security Analysts at an event touted as the biggest character launch in the history of retailing. The project was given a $6 million advertising budget and a wholesale commitment worth $122 million. Do I have to continue with this? This is boring. Basically, the Care Bears are soulless corporate bullshit designed to exploit emotions and fleet money off of parents with their, and I quote the FCSC co-president here, high R factor. Anyway, 1985 was a big year for the Care Bears. In March, the Care Bears movie was released, making $34 million at the box office. This was followed in September by a TV cartoon produced by Deke Entertainment. Based upon the TV specials released in 1983 and 1984, this placed the Care Bears and the legally distinct Care Bear Cousins as a group of, essentially, guardian angels who float around in the clouds looking for troubled children with a magic telescope. Occasionally, they are pitted against their nemesis, Professor Coldheart, a stock ice-based villain who hates anything either warm or caring. Deke produced the first series of 22 episodes before production was handed over to Canadian company Nelvana under the title The Care Bears Family. The Care Bears continued to be a massive success for several years, but their popularity waned as the 1990s approached. The series was relaunched in 1991, and 2002, and 2007 in 2012, but never recaptured the popularity of the original 80s advertising push. So now that we're no longer wildly off-topic, right, and we have to actually talk about the Care Bears, mm. Avery, what did you make of the Care Bears 1985, made by Deke Entertainment? <laughs> TM, Incorporated. Hmm. I'm not entirely sure. I mean... From a cartoon point of view, it's a kind of cutesy, colourful uh, cartoon. As you say, not much happens in it. It's just kind of like subplots specific to their own little episodes that don't really make that much sense in itself. It's just kind of like this scenario happens and then somehow the Care Bears fix that scenario and then that's the end of the episode. Because, I mean, each little segment is only ten minutes each. So yeah, it yeah. kind of goes by real fast. Well, it's a it's a two cartoons per episode format. Hmm. Basically, it's short a couple of short cartoons split up by adverts. So, um that's definitely has an advantage over other things we've seen such as say Heathcliff where the total lack of anything worth grasping onto lasts for twice as long. Hmm. Um I think the biggest problem here is that there is so little to grasp onto in general. Okay, okay. Here's an experiment. Right. Okay, Avery. Yeah. Hey. How many of the Care Bears and Care Bear Cousins 
can you remember the distinct identities of? Right. Um, there's Birthday Bear, Sleepy Bear, Grumpy Bear. Um, ooh, what else is there? Um, Keep in mind there's about 20 of these. Yeah, there are quite a lot of them. Um, I know there were 10 Care Bears. I suspect there were probably 10 Care Bear Cousins. Champ Bear, Champion Bear, whatever. Oh God, um, such a specific one. Yeah, there's a lot of specific Such a greetings ones. card one. Uh, I'd assume Lucky Bear, because it had a full-leaf clover on its tongue. Yeah. Um, I think it was Good Luck Bear. Good Luck Bear, yeah, that would be it. I'm trying to remember the name of the monkey. I can't remember the name of the monkey. Um, I can't remember the name of the monkey. There was a monkey. Yeah. And there's also a raccoon. I can't remember the name of the raccoon either. Um, and uh, <laughs> Braveheart Lion. <laughs> oh yeah, Braveheart Lion. Braveheart Lion's a nice, easy one to remember. Yeah. The name that makes sense, and then also very distinguishable by the fact that it's taller than every other character, and it speaks in a low, deep, bassy voice that makes it sound like it's 40 years older than everyone else. He's definitely the leader. Mm. Um, it's a lion. What would you expect? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to look up the names of the characters. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> it's, There's it's a lot of characters. Just like the dinosaurs' episodes. There's a lot of characters, and it's very difficult to really, thinking back, pick apart who played what role in what episode. They're very interchangeable. Unless we're dealing directly with a joke or a plot point that requires it be a specific bear there are no real character differences that could really do anything with. It's just, if this is a plot about somebody having good or bad luck, you'll need the one that has the oh, good luck. Sleepy, sleepy Bear is Bedtime Bear. Yes, Bedtime Bear. Birthday Bear, Cheer Bear, Friend Bear, Funshine Bear. But they're all friends. Why do you need a Friend Bear? Good Luck Bear, Grumpy Bear, Love a Lot Bear, Tender Heart Bear, Wish Bear. And then added in the 1980s and 1990s, there's Baby Hugs Bear. Oh no, no. Baby Tugs Bear. There are no babies in this one. Champ Bear. Ignore the babies. Champ Bear is in the, in the TV series. Champ Bear is in this one. Uh, Daydream Bear, which was released as a UK exclusive plush. Forest Friend Bear, as a joint effort between Tonka and World Wildlife Fund. Grams Bear. Harmony Bear. <laughs> I Love You Bear. Perfect Panda, Polite was, Panda, Sea Friend Bear, Secret Bear, Share Bear. This was a mistake. Surprise Bear, Take Care Bear, Treat Heart Pig. <laughs> okay, True Heart Bear. And that's going into the 2000s. Where's the fucking cousins at? <laughs> Yo, where are the cousins? Well, oh, here, we go. Here, we go. here we go, here okay. we go. Brave Heart Lion, Bright Heart Raccoon, Cozy Heart Penguin, Gentle Heart Lamb, Lots of Heart Elephant... Loyal Heart Dog, Noble Heart Horse, Playful Heart Monkey, Playful Heart, Proud Heart Cat, Swift Heart Rabbit, Allies, Kim and Jason, <laughs> Ah, Dave and Beard. I'm, I can only assume that they are from the movies. Yes, they are. Ish. So, basically, any character is defined purely take by... Take a noun, take an adjunctive, slam them together and put an animal name in front of it. Yeah. There you go. Every character is defined by what their symbol on their belly is, mm -hmm. and then nothing else. Yeah. Because they're all nice, it, except it, for it, Grumpy Bear, who's just grumpy it's, and can be nice. Now that I think about it, it's quite very similar to My Little Pony in that regard. Yes. 
because they they both effectively have the cutie marks, but it's just yeah. the Care Bears have one just massively stretched over their belly like they've been made in the fucking WWE character creator. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. the Mountain it's, Dew uh, logo. <laughs> I'm Gamer Bear. It's just the Mountain Dew logo stretched. I mean, let's face belly. it, My Little I'm Pony. Sorry, and I'm Care sorry Bears. for that joke. That was a bad joke. Yeah. That was a really awful joke. Yeah. I'm not funny at all. I'm just gonna go now. Mm. Goodbye. So yeah. It, Let's face it, My Little Pony and Care Bears are competing. And basically, at any point, the characters that will be in an individual episode, it seems to be completely random. You will get, oh, let's put a couple of Care Bears and some Care Bear cousins in this one. Let's just throw in six random Care Bears. Let's see what happens. Oh, exactly the same as would have happened if we'd so thrown six completely different random Care Bears. They rolled a dice. <laughs> So basically, as I was saying in the um, the history segment, um, the Care Bears live on a cloud and use a magic telescope to spy on children to try and find troubled children that they can help. Yeah, I mean, I, as much as I don't want to, there are several points during this series which make the Care Bears out to be a lot creepier than they actually are. Than they're actually intended. Yeah. They're kind of creepy. Yeah, they know your name. I mean, they They know your name without being told it. They know your name. They know everyone's they, name. I think it's supposed to be kind of a thing. It's because they come from thing. Cheers, right? And fucking... <laughs> they're not really that creepy if, so long as you don't know the uh, really nasty past and history of them. The fact that they are the, literal the corporate most entities, soulless yeah. corporate Yeah, designs. they are like the most there dystopian is, bullshit. There is no... As much as I try to find one, there is no specific creator. They are mostly... We can sell greetings cards by having bears that are specifically designed to appear on different types of greeting cards. Mm. I mean, you know like how there's been like, like those images of like fucking dystopias of um, minions, the minions from Deacon Over or whatever. And it's like, no, I think, if anything, Care Bears have more of a chance of happening Ooh, like minions. that. Minions mm. would have been a good one to, uh, to have mentioned in the, Actually, yeah, it would have been. the list of um, cultural phenomenons, because that was definitely last year's, or possibly the year before. It's still going. Well, to not to the extent it was when they launched, well, before they launched the Minions movie. Ah, true. It was crazy right then. Yeah, good point. It was um, very over the top. The grandma minion memes. Oh, good lord. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. No. Judging from like the 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 back history of both, like if you compare those two, Care Bears is a lot more dystopian, um, in its history. Yeah, it's I mean, this thing it's... specifically engineered to be this. You relate with this cute bear, right? I mean, it has yeah. the same emotion as you. Whereas Minions, it was more these things that uh, are these uh, things are mimetic as fuck. These things love them. <laughs> people seem to like these funny side characters that we put in this movie. People seem to like rabbits. Oh wait, they've already done rabbits. <laughs> well, what have we got? You there? You've got banana tic tacs. I've got an idea. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. You know, from what I gather, it's the director of the movie who does those voices. That'd be cool. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is the nicest thing about... Um, it's 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 a lesson in how humility can be a good thing. Speaking of lessons of being good, that's what Care Bears is mostly. 
Yeah, it's it's this cartoon that largely attempts to teach kids good moral values of hey, don't be a fucking arsehole, hey, don't do that, hey, actually show compassion and be cool. And then they use powers to cheat at things. They use powers to cheat at things, but also, like, can I just go back for a second? It's like the execution of teaching those lessons. Null. There is no execution. It just happens, and it's the most pathetic thing. Yeah. It's it's less a sitting down with the character and going, hey, maybe don't. And it's more, we're going to fire a beam of rainbows and love hearts at you to brainwash you oh, into Jesus thinking Christ, that yes. you are an all-encompassing, loving person. Which would okay be, uh, yeah, okay. Which kind of adds further to the creepiness fact, It right? would be, okay, yeah, that's a bit weird. Uh, had they not then had characters who have that done to them, their eyes just fully open. Yeah. Unblinking. Like just, they've, they've awakened. Which their is kind third of... third sense has come out. Six well, sense. no, it's kind of like they're hypnotised. Well, I mean, yeah, probably. They That's are probably a... Cre- the Care Bears are a creepy cult that live on a cloud. Oh, God, we're getting into fucking clickbait YouTube territory. The dark side of Care Bears. But, I mean, to be fair, if you watch the show, then you'll kind of understand what we mean. It's... it's... yeah. I mean... Despite all of this, I do think that they're cute. Also, so, it's, also, it's quite watchable, which is it's worrying. Quite, it's incredibly watchable because of how shit it is. It's it's definitely a so bad it's good. Yeah, I mean, we watched nine of the shorts, yes, so we did. four and a half episodes. Yeah, and they just flew by. Pretty much in a uh, in a massive uh, cluster of confusion and <laughs> concern. <laughs> It's mostly competently executed. There are some very odd moments of animation. Yeah, there's noticeable points where you can see this was done by a different animation studio than the last one. You can definitely tell different animation studios on them. The face uh, styles for humans are completely different. Um, Also, one of the animation studios makes the Care Bears look a lot fluffier than the other one. Yeah. Which I can appreciate is good. Also, one of the studios makes all the uh, human children look older and anime as heck. Yeah, no, I noticed that it was like in one episode. That in fact, it was between the first and second segments. There was in the first segment. There's like this uh, young kind of yellow t-shirt with glasses and like short brown hair on. There's a young kid, and then in the next episode, it basically has a, a character as a dad character completely different person but it looks like the exact same kid but 40 years on and it's <laughs> the most incredible thing to just see one after the other and there was one of them that um you said that any you could take any screenshot from it that didn't involve the care bears and convince people that it was some um obscure lost oh anime. yeah yeah it, it has so many moments of that it just looked so anime. Yeah, it looks like well, a fucking others, lost, long lost Sailor Moon episode. Well, or then others just look like a 1980s uh, French Deke cartoon. Yeah. Classic French Deke cartoon. Very they're, much. They're just all over the place in um, aesthetic. I will say a highlight of this that we haven't touched upon yet would be the music and sound effects of it. Not counting the opening. The opening is the most. Oh, saccharine. Soul sucking disgusting thing that's also really bizarre and weird because it's this little kid singing about how they want to be a Care Bear. Um, yeah, it is. Mm. The song is literally called I Wanna Be a Care Bear. Yeah. But for some reason it's also the Care Bear singing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> huh. Huh. But either way, the sound effects um, are these amazing collection of like ni- like really old 70s sci-fi kind of sound effects cross between very early anime sound effects. Yes, it's... Um... It's quite amazing. It's so good. And then the, you've also got the incidental music in the background, which... I don't know, it's, it's really good incidental music. There are definitely incidental music pieces you hear quite far in that you haven't heard in earlier episodes already, mm. which is nice. It's, I mean, the way that... Not playing all the cards on the table in the first go yeah, is a good, the, is a good the, move. the way Deke operates is they, they compose a whole bunch of... Uh, just kind of a handful of music themes for different moods and then throw things on because... Most evidence in uh, Inspector Gadget. Um, because that has pretty much just... It's basically just ten tracks of the same yeah. late motif. But well, also Adventures of Sonic things. the Hedgehog. That too. Mostly which like had just about grief. three or four tracks. Yeah. It's just in the Hall of the Mountain King, remix one, remix two, remix three. Most of which were just, sli- yeah, just slightly different uh, speed yeah. versions of the same song. Yeah. Um, but this has this definitely has a few tracks to it more, hmm. um, which is weird for something so empty and corporate. Yeah. Whether they were just given a budget that they could uh, do extra music on, or whether it was just uh, that it's too early for them in the game to um, be that stingy about it. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's the one of the biggest franchises of that year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I wasn't really expecting much. I mean, like, in initial looks at it before we started watching it properly, my notes on it were pretty much, oh, they look cute and fluffy, but the theme tune is pretty nasty. I expected it to be unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> unbearable. Unbearable. So where are we rating this thing? Um, that's a good question. You got the list up? I do have the list up. Okay. We're prepared this time. A okay, world first, okay. we are prepared to rank these things. Well, let's have a look. What have we got? We've got a list now of nine. This will be our tenth, uh, our tenth entry into the list. So uh, let's have a look at what we've got directly in the middle. At number five, we have dinosaurs. Would you rather How watch... How the fuck is that at number five? Because we watched a lot of shit afterwards. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Jesus. Um, it's, it's like, good show, good show, good show, good show. Absolute garbage. <laughs> Our direct midpoint is dinosaurs. Would you watch this or dinosaurs? This. This. Largely. What about this or Inspector Gadget? I think they're on par. Mm. They're both... Care Bears has it going for it that it's not mass, like, just randomly racist on occasion, like Gadget is. Hmm. Well, for one or two episodes. I definitely watch Ulysses 31 over this. Yeah, Ulysses 31 is. Simply for weird 70s looking sci fi. -fi, Yeah. It is. That thing is. I don't think it's going to hit past. I don't think it's going to hit number three. No. So It's it's a toss up. Would we rather watch Gadget or Care Bears? Gadget or Care Bears? Care Bears has the cute, fluffy, cute friends going for it. And then also it's just this ridiculous, awful cartoon about trying to teach kids moral values. Or we have the adventures of a fucking goofball cyborg 
who traverses around who doesn't even know his own body trying to solve crimes which solve themselves and then he takes the credit for them because he's an arsehole. Hmm. That's difficult. Um, they are pretty much on par, as I said. Yeah. Uh, In terms of quality and watchability, they're pretty much on par. To be honest, I I think that the, the quarter hour split, well, the ten minutes um, half episode size possibly makes yeah it's 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 care bears more watchable yeah it's it's short and sweet it's better paced yeah which is interesting for something that has so little content well i think the main reason because of that is because it's obviously it's care bears it's going to be aimed at a younger audience younger audiences have less attention span it makes more sense to do that but it also means it ages better that too because it's not going on for half an hour for just no reason But then, Inspector Gadget... Gadget uh, was a lot funnier. It got a lot more laughs out of me. But Care Bears was a lot more fun to riff on. Yeah. There was a lot of opportunities for riffs, and it was very funny. And then also rewinding and pausing and stopping at various moments to just seeing the ridiculous shit that flashes on screen for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Such as a, like, fucking entire band led by kids for a birthday party, which is there for, oh, six frames, and then they fuck off out of dis... Gone. They yeah, gone. They just they, they just <laughs> cease to exist. Um, on that note, I'm gonna say better than gadget. I'm gonna say it's hits on number four. You see, I you you were just convincing me that it was slightly worse than gadget because it's uh, ah that's the twist. You <laughs> see. That's the twist. That's the Terry twist. It's called the Terry twist. I don't know why it's um, called the Terry twist. But I'm gonna say yeah. Go on then. Yeah. If you said number four. Pu- number four. Four Care Bears. Number four Care Bears. Lovely. And yes, Super Show is still at number 10, the very last place. This has been Deep Geeks. If you enjoyed this show, then tell a friend about it, give us a review on iTunes and that sort of thing. If you like our kind of stuff, then be sure to pay us a visit at MostlyCobalts.com or have a little tweet at us at MostlyCobalts on Twitter. And uh, yes, I believe that is it for this episode. So next episode, to suffer through that one... We've got to have guts. <laughs>